Hello, Metro Augusta. Hello, Georgia. And hello, wherever you are. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the November 15th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you as a service of my consulting firm, and that is Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, where we proudly provide services to local government and nonprofit organizations. You can learn more about the firm and more about me by going to my website, which is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com. If you have not already, please follow us on Facebook. And of course, we ask you to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. That way you're notified when we drop new episodes and post other information. And that also lets us know support our efforts. And the person that I have, he is Mr. Jermaine Bradley, otherwise known as Bobby Boucher. And we're going to have a really interesting question about the whole business of podcasting, how we got into it, what he enjoys about it, and some of the other things to give you a little insight into some of the considerations that we have to make uh, when we are podcasting. Last week's show, if you missed it, please go back and catch that. It is one of the election analysis episodes that I enjoy so much. I've gotten really good positive feedback from that episode. Please, if you get a chance, go to my Facebook page. That is the page of the Local Matters podcast. Go to that page, scroll down, you'll see a link to the episode. If you can't find it there, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, it's there on all of those platforms to help you get a sense of uh, what happened, why it happened, how it happened. Elections like this, when we vote yes or no on a referendum, those are the things or the times where we really get a chance to affect what happens in our community. You know, when you're voting for a person, sometimes we get surprised. Uh, we never know how they're gonna approach the job. Um, they may not do some of the things that we thought that they were gonna do, or even some of the things that they promised us they would do. But when you're voting for a referendum like this, the people in place don't have any choice but to obey our wishes. So it is extremely important that we cast our ballots on issues like this, because that is one of the times when we most directly affect what happens in government. Um, another note, I always ask you all if there are guests or others that you think you topics that you would like for us to cover, please don't hesitate to let me know that. Uh, you can reach out to me via social media, um, Facebook or LinkedIn. If you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, please do that too. Um, I'll check all of those platforms for messages. Uh, so if there are suggestions that you want to make, please do so because we want to bring you the content that you are looking for. Thanks for being a part of the Local Matters family family. We've got a little bit of a different show today. It's a little bit of a change of pace, but that's all good because we know that um, all the time we can't talk about elections. We can't always talk about uh, city planning and malls and, you know, how folks deliver services. Um, this is going to be closer to the shows that we have when we feature authors. You know, I've had a few authors come in to talk about their work. This time I've got somebody who does something real similar to myself, and that is another podcast host here in the Augusta, Georgia area. How you doing today, Jermaine? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, good. I know this is a little weird for you being on the other side. Somewhat, maybe, a maybe. Bit, a little bit. <laughs> I, 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 I adapt very well. 
So. All right, very good. We appreciate it. This is Jermaine Bradley. He is host of More Than the Masters podcast. More Than the Masters podcast, yep. Tradition here on Local Matters is that we ask our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves before we really get started with the interview. So what do you want folks out in Local Matters land to know about Jermaine Bradley? Um, Just, you know, um, I, 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 as far as the podcast goes, you know, I'm, I'm just real uh, consistent with anything I do. Podcast, mm-hmm. anything I put my mind to, I'm kind of consistent at it and, um, uh, father of two, you know, beautiful young women, uh, women in training, rather, uh, a, a brother, uh, a son, and uh, a great friend. If if you get that, that side of me, so yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool, calm and collective guy. I think. Okay, all for right. The most part, calm and cool is always a good thing. So I know you're not from the Augusta area, right? So tell me where you're from and how did you get to Augusta, GA? Oh yeah, well I was born um, in Brooklyn, New York, raised Brooklyn, New York as well. Uh, Bushwick part of Brooklyn just to be exact mm-hmm. just for anybody that's from the town listening I don't want to think I'm not trying to shout out where I'm from but uh, how I got down here was just uh, kind of just you know uh, ch- a turn of events rather and my grandma's from down here though so mm-hmm. my grandmother she lived up up north with us for a little while um, well a little while but a long long time she moved down here in 98, 99 mm-hmm. and she lived she retired worked, worked her behind off uh, got a house uh, adopted two uh, of my cousins her grandchildren due to other things that go on during that time, you know, crack academic, all that stuff. And she just had her own down here. And we ran into some, um, some situations in, in New York. And she just told my mother, like, send them down, you know? And mm-hmm. I, I, one week I was living in New York and then the next week I was living down here and I never, never went back. Now, did you finish high school here or? Yeah, I, I was in high school up there. I started, I started mm-hmm. high school in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Poro, I was in high school. And then uh, when I came down here, I went to Butler. Mm-hmm. They moved around a lot because my mother ended up coming down after a while. Mm-hmm. Moved my mom. Uh, went to Josie for a year. Mm-hmm. Then back to Butler for a year. So I went to a different high school every year in high school. Okay. But you yeah. finished as a Butler Bulldog? I finished as a Butler Bulldog. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. You were in- With honors, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Awesome. Awesome. Very awesome. smart guy. Awesome. With, graduated with honors from the lump. The lump. You know, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And professionally, what do you do aside from podcasting? Um, professionally, uh, I'm a manager at a warehouse. Uh, but I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm a therapist as well. So I don't know because management is so many things you got to do now. They, That's they done, right. They done uh, tumbled that with HR and tumbled that with accounting mm-hmm. and it's a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff now. So I really don't know. I just want to say I, I'm a leader. Okay. Let's You're a leader. That. That's a leader. all right. That's all right. Leader. Okay. Yeah. So, you woke up one morning and decided you'd start more than the Masters. Yeah, kind of. It's funny you say that because that's kind of how it was. Like I listened to podcasts before I started doing them. At the time I was doing it, it wasn't a thing. I don't know how long you've been doing it, but it wasn't a thing like it is now. So, in 2016 is when I started. And I was listening to a guy named Tax Stone. He had this podcast called Tax Season. Funny guy. Um, had been in, out of jail most of his life, but just was a regular guy, no, mm-hmm. not professional or anything. Mm-hmm. But the way he conversed with people, I thought was just amazing. And I was like, yo, he's a regular guy. Just, mm-hmm. I, I, I know I can, I can kind of do this, but I was having them similar conversation with people at work um, because it's a warehouse. You've got a bunch of different personalities that's in there, different, you know, ethnic uh, races and all that type of stuff. So people would just open up to me sometimes. Like I would ask somebody how they're doing and get in, for some reason, I'll find out they was a model in the, in the 70s and suffered abuse from their husband. I'm like, well, I, where, where, where does it go? Mm-hmm. But from conversation, just kind of be easygoing. And I was like, I think I can do something just like this and have these 
interesting conversation that I'm trying to relay back to people, saying like, I talked to such and such, and they said this, they said that, and I'm trying to tell my interest in the world, but I can't really tell them because they wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But I said I can, I can capture this somehow, some way. And um, I was, I had a friend at the time was talking to him. We were trying to make up names. They know the podcast, well, they're just supporting. And be right making up like you know, rotten apple or apple peach. You're trying to you know get that New York Georgianness. Mm-hmm. And I like the names. I'm not trying to just the names the person had, but it wasn't what I would know. I would stick to. And then I woke up literally, and I was like, more than a masters. It just made sense. Every time I tell somebody that I live in Augusta, I said, well, what's there? What's that? And I'm like, well, that's where they have the masters at. But you know, that's one week out the year. Yeah, 52 weeks in a year, so. For 51 weeks, it's more things happening than just that one week that everybody knows about. And that was the premise of, you know, my podcast. Cool beans. And you said you've been doing it since 2016? 2016, my first wow. episode in April. Yeah, so you had eight years in? Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't feel it. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Almost. So, um, yeah, I've, I've been doing this for three and a half. I started in 2020. Um, just because somebody said, hey, it would build your brand to have your own show. And I had to think about it for three or four months because I was like, what the heck would I talk about <laughs> if I had a show? But I think it's similar to you from the standpoint, two things happened. One was I was in a conversation with a local minister, Reverend K.B. Martin, just retired from Antioch Baptist Church, and he was talking about how he would drive people to the polls, get a church van, drive folks to the polls, tell them, hey, we got somebody here, watch your kids, all this kind of stuff. Then they would get to the booth and not have a clue of what to do because they didn't know anything about voting. They hadn't studied the candidates or the issues or anything like that. So that was the genesis of the idea, and that's when it came to me. Hey, somebody can do more to educate people about what happens in the community and how they need to um, look at candidates. So that was the beginning of it. But then also sort of similar to you, I realized that I probably have been interviewing people for all my life. I remember like probably the first podcast interview I did, I was in the fifth grade. Oh, wow. And I was talking to a classmate, you know, just somebody sitting next to me. And the person's life was so much different from mine that I used to just ask questions about what it was like um, to be in a family of his size. I'm the only child. He grew up in a family with 12 kids. So it was like totally different, you know. And I said, you know what? I've been interviewing people since I was in the fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. Naturally, a conversationalist, you know. It's mm-hmm. just and it's good. It's just good things. It's, it's good to do. It's healthy. It's it's uh, very therapeutic as well. You know, yeah, just to learn from people. And I'm always more on the listening end. You know, I was always the one I ask a question and I listen as opposed to some people on the talking end all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to diss nobody, but that that's the only thing I think with podcasting that I wish people did more. You know, listen to an episode or something, people just talking over and talking over, and it's like nobody listening. So mm-hmm. it, it don't make for good conversation or playback at all. But, yeah, listening is def- definitely key in conversation. Yeah, yeah. But if you're the host, you need to be listening. I saw something with Larry King one time where he says, you should be listening 80% of the time. Mm. You know, if you bought your guest on, it's for the guest to talk. Yeah. So so here we go. So 2016, you get started. Um do you have any regrets at all about doing this? Oh, no. I, yeah, I have one regret. The only regret I have by doing this is that I didn't do it sooner. You know, I wish okay. I had done it sooner and that I would have been mature or just more open enough to, um, cause I think this, is, this has matured me as well, but more open enough to different cultures, different things, different way, way of living, way of looking at life. Like I said, being from where I was from, I didn't grow up around 
uh, white people like that. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't open to a lot of that stuff. I wasn't mm-hmm. racist and nothing like that, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I was never around them. It was, I was only ever around my kind. So I didn't know about, you know, wealthy families and I didn't know none of that stuff. I knew, that, I knew it existed, I just didn't, it wasn't in my world. And then coming down here, you open up to different things, uh, saying hi to strangers, people you don't know, just having conversation because this is a, it's just a good thing to do. Um, so I wish that uh, my only regret is that I didn't either be in this environment in the sooner uh, part of my life, or that I didn't go straight to college and like major in communication or something like mm-hmm. that. To where I would I could have tapped into this earlier. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my only regret. But I love that I did it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Of all the episodes you've done, what's your favorite? Oh my god, I I, I don't know. I it'd be hard to really. To do that, because I feel like every year I get, I do got one favorite every year. I can tell you right now, my latest favorite has been Hassan one, just because okay. of uh, the feedback I got, and that's what I kind of tailor tailor more the masses around. So my favorite ones are always gonna be the ones that are tailored to what the name more the masses is. You know, just mm-hmm. showing that it's more to Augusta than golf, mm-hmm. and I think his did just that. Him living, being from here, and growing up here, and his life and how he got into politics and then, you know, what he did when he's in politics and what he's doing now. So as of right now, as year to date, it will be Ben Hassan. But overall, my favorite one, probably the most touching is probably I did my uncle one time. Mm-hmm. My favorite uncle in the whole wide world. He passed away a couple years ago, but I did him. And I just like the the setting. I did it in the room I grew up in when I moved down here. We did it in the same small room. Um, it's a part in the episode you can hear my grandmother who passed away last year. You can hear my grandmother like coming in the room, not understanding we what we doing because she's like, "What y'all doing? Nobody knows what this is. You just know like, why y'all talking in the microphone? What y'all got going on?" <laughs> His phone was ringing. You hear Michael Jackson, um, uh, uh, what's the song? Make a change, something like that. Whatever that song, I can't think of. Man, right in, now. The man in the mirror. mirror, man in the mirror. And his wife was calling, you know, and he got Michael Jackson on his phone. I just like the. I always feel like when I hear it back, I'm in the room with him again. You know, mm-hmm. I even hear my mom because that was like her closest brother. So. She's still shaking up over that. She hasn't gotten over that yet or gotten, you know, to come to the realization that he's no longer here. And sometimes I'll wake up and I'll go over there with her and I'll hear her listen to the episode in a garage, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my favorite one just because I know it's going to live forever. You know? Okay. That, that's cool. That's real cool. So has it ever been a guest you had and you're like, darn, I'm sorry I invited this person on the show. Why did I have him or her up in here? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I had, so I've had one where, uh, I, I had a guest on and we spoke outside of podcasting. I mean, a lot. And I don't know what happened when we actually recorded, but they wasn't saying none of the stuff that they had been saying. And I was like, all right. And I'm asking questions. I'm, I'm literally asking and giving the answer at the same time. Now, now I hate when I have to do that. And, uh, I, I text me after I say, Hey, look, um, I don't think it's ever going to come out. Is, is that fine with you? It's like, yes, it's okay, cool. That's the only time I had, I've ever had an episode where my better judgment told me don't put it out because I was still fresh and doing it. That was my first time I ever ran into that. And I just said, okay, well, it ain't for everybody. And that, but that helped me because then I got to pick guests better. You pick guests not on what they, what they know or who they are or what they mean, but, you know, how will it transfer on the screen? Or I wasn't doing I wasn't doing video at the time, but how would it transfer on this audio piece? And ums and yes, sure, it's not good answers. Like you know, like I could have just this is an article. If that's the case, you know, I might as well just do it an article and call it a day. But podcasting is very supposed to be you know detailed answers and stuff, conversation. That was just it wasn't it. It wasn't it. But I haven't had anybody on where I was like, 
uh, mad in real time because of stuff they were saying. If I was mad in real time, it was just because of things not going right, lighting and cameras and stuff like that. But mm-mm. I, I, I picked pretty pretty well. I will say that. All right. That's good. That's good. So um, you have a positive theme, basically a very positive theme. There's another local podcast um, called Drop the Disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, also a positive theme about mm-hmm. Augusta. So there are definitely people in our community who feel good about things that happen here and want to expose folks to, to some of the good aspects of the city. But meanwhile, folks seem to be so negative about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's another thing. Like I said, me being from where I'm from, you, you just, it's very proud. You, it's a pride. Like, I never wanted to be nowhere but Brooklyn. I just never wanted to be nowhere. Even visiting, I don't want to go to Manhattan Hall. I want to be in Brooklyn. And I wanted to bring that same thing to Augusta. Just the pride. It's like, it's not, and I'm not saying it's not here because those are just a few of probably many, you know, but the ones who talk a lot of times, you know, they, they talk bad. Almost like mm-hmm. it's when you're giving surveys out and somebody say, hey, can you rate us? The person only want to rate you when they got something negative to say. You only, want to, you only want to blast or talk about a store or experience when it's negative sometimes. When it's good, you kind of keep it to yourself or you just feel like you go to McDonald's, you go to the drive-thru, your food is right, you don't say nothing. It's wrong. McDonald's on this, da, da, da. that's how it goes. So a lot of times people that talk bad about Augusta, it's just, it's just, it's just that. They just upset about something else, probably within their own life. And they don't know who to, they just blaming Augusta just because that's where they at. It's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, a lot. Let me tell you. It's a lot. It's a whole bunch of them. And, and I'm just amazed sometimes because I've lived in several other cities. Right. So I really do have something to compare it to. And I think a lot of times they really don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah, they never left. So a lot of times you'll charge, you'll charge what you have more if you, if you even not had it or been in a situation you don't have. And anybody that come down here will tell you, like, this is a great city. This is a beautiful mm-hmm. city. Beautiful environment. Even the even the, the city, the parts of the city that most people look at as like the the bad side. When I came to I, I felt good. I was like, oh yes, this is this is I'm living. I thought I was, you know, I'm, li- mm-hmm. I'm living. I'm living. This is I like this. So I don't know. I guess it's it's, it's, it's all depending on your experiences. I guess, but I had a, I've had nothing but good experiences in Augusta. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love hearing somebody say that. So having said that, which is very positive, which is what I like to hear because I had a pastor used to say, it's a poor fish that will not praise his own pond. Mm. So. Yeah, that's, that's dope. I like that. Yeah. A poor yeah. fish. That, that will, will not, not praise his own palm. I like that. I like that. Um, but yet we see so many people that refuse to praise the pond that they were born and raised in and, and yeah. earn a living in. Yeah, all the time. So having said that, you already have a positive impression of the city. What is there that you uh, would change? If there was something that you could change, what would it be? As far as you said, in the city? In this, yeah, city of Augusta. Anything about the, the area, the community? If, is, if there, you could change something, is there uh, something? I would have stores like be open later. I would say that. I mean, it might, I don't know if it's, if it's safe, but I just feel like, you know, where I'm from, it's the city that never sleeps. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a city that does like to sleep a little bit. So I want stuff open later. Open state, open nine. You know, why seven? Like, or I think COVID helped, like, hurt that too because some sort that was still up in the 10, 11. Now closed yeah. at 9, 9, 30, never went Co- back. COVID did us in. Yeah. So. And I think it's also the um, labor shortage. That, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I know about that a lot. So, yeah, yeah, I would definitely say 
uh, open. Oh, but you know what? Since like on, on a local traffic lights, man, we we gotta really put a focus on traffic lights and and, and four way stop four way stop signs if in certain areas because there's some areas that has had multiple fatal accidents and there's no light there. And I don't I don't know what like how many deaths it'll take or if that's if that's the number we're going off of or I talked to Ben Hassan and he was telling me that um sometimes it's not even city owned. It's 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 it's, it's state owned or Yeah, state control routes. So yeah, it's uh-huh. nothing you can do. And I'm like, well, it gotta be something we can do. If that's the one thing, if I can put my name to anything, I would love to get a a, a diagnostic or just some uh information on some deadly areas right, and see what we can do to change those because mm-hmm. I know some people that have that have passed away from car accidents, and I feel like, and I've seen some. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Road, Peter Road, and Faircrest Avenue. Um, yeah. I literally be at Dollar General. I walk my my daughters there sometimes. We take walks. We go there, and we've seen a, a fatal accident before. And I'm like, dang, like you can't even walk. You know, like you could, you could. That's just it's just insane. Like, but I don't know how many deaths it takes for that to happen. That's one thing I would change. I just think okay. that that should be a focus point, especially when you got death involved. And safety. Just, and that's a good observation, just so you understand the process. Um, Augusta has an engineering department, AED, Augusta Engineering Department. Um, There is an assistant director for traffic engineering Mm -hmm. who is a trained traffic engineer. And when there are instances where there are problems, they can conduct a traffic study. Okay. And the traffic study uh, will reveal what, um, the most reasonable solution is for a particular problem. Um, like everything else, sometimes money is an issue, and it's hard to say that when you're talking about somebody's life at stake. Can I ask you a question, but, though? Like, uh-huh. with, with that, is, is that something that you you would you you'd be able to get in, give me information? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of okay, course, perfect. of yeah. course, yeah. I'd I love to just email him, just, you know, just talk to him. And yeah, see. but I got the email address, and I got his phone number. So, yeah, yeah, Definitely. no problem at all to give you the information. Um, and that is back to the fundamental purpose of local matters, how this That's all dope. works. Yeah, I like, appreciate that. I like that. <laughs> That's how that I didn't works. Know that thing, that is, whatever you just said, AED, I ain't know uh, it existed. Augusta Engineering Department. Augusta um, Engineering Department. Shout yeah. out to y'all. I'm yeah. not speaking bad. I just... Yeah, shout out. So yeah, they do road maintenance. They do. They put up the traffic signals, the signs, stop signs, street signs, all those sorts of stuff. All that. Now I'm getting somewhere. Yeah, all that comes under there. Finally getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how that's (laughs) done. And you're talking about Peach Orchard. Yeah, Peach Orchard is probably a state route at that Mm -hmm. point. U.S. Highway 25, Um, or it's a a U.S. Highway, but the state maintains it. So. However, if you do call traffic engineering, um, they may tell you, hey, uh, Georgia Department of Transportation is the one that needs to do that traffic study. Gotcha. Uh, so there's still somebody that you pay as a taxpayer that's responsible for making sure that those intersections are safe. Okay. Well, nonetheless, uh, anybody that works for the department, thank you for all you do. You know, I want to make sure I say that first. I'm not complaining. I just... Just something mm-hmm. that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be make sure to share his information with you when we finish. Thank you. So, traffic safety is important. I'm going to jump all the way to the social scene now because I hear people complaining about this part all the time. You know, how's the dating scene in Augusta? I've been married 26 years. I don't know. The dating, what's what's uh, the dating scene like at Augusta? I I think it's, it's <laughs> to say it. it's like anywhere else. Like it's it's what you make it, and 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 then if you it depends on how you dating like. Are you dating, I hate to say this, but like within range, you know, like are you dating people that 
you just are infatuated with or you dating people that are on the same type of time as you? You know, are, are y'all are y'all are y'all um compatible? Are you dating people mm-hmm. that that want to date? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do they want to date or do mm-hmm. they just want to do their own do their own thing? Yeah. So it's what you make it. Um, I can't. I mean, I I don't know. I, I think I I like it. I don't have problems. I never complain. Okay. Cool. Now, do people in your age group only date online or do they date in other ways too? I, 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 I've never, so I've never dated online, but honestly, technically speaking, I guess if you're on like social media, I guess you are dating online, but I never went to like an online dating site. Mm-hmm. I don't want to this age. I just feel like if, if you're still young and kind of social, you go out and stuff, that's kind of what I would prefer to use, but that's just me. I want to physically talk and see. I don't want to see a picture or your your best picture of all time. And then right. ain't, that ain't what I want, you know, because now I'm be upset if you don't like your picture. You might have gained some pounds. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, nah, they date. Yeah, they do. I guess they do. But honestly, it depends on what your goal for dating is. You dating for a relationship. You dating just to kill time. You dating just because you want you want something, you know. It depends on why you're dating, too. Like, that, that all matters. Uh, and in in this day and age, not just Augusta, just in general, the thing that people used to date for that one thing they may really, really, really want is really I hate to say it's so easy to come by now. I don't know if if dating is even the the uh, the best route at this point. You know, it's more like more time wasted. I think if you're dating, people just you know, I don't know. Prices are cheap nowadays. I don't know. Like it's it's very very it's very crazy. It's crazy out there. It's crazy. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And it depends on who you are, too. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you mean some something around here, like, I guess you got cloudy, you're popular a little bit, something like that, um, things come your way a little quicker. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Um, tell people where to find More Than The Masters podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can find it on YouTube. Type in More Than The Masters. Um, it should pop right up. You can find me on Facebook, More Than The Masters. Um, those are two sp- two spaces, but you can also go on um, Apple Podcasts, and I don't know what all sites I'm on. People say I'm on different sites. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but sometimes your if your stuff generates a certain amount of numbers, they will put you on the sites. Mm-hmm. Google more than the masters, it pop right up. But yeah, definitely Facebook and YouTube, my go tos, um, and Instagram, uh, Great Main on Instagram, and my Facebook name is Bobby Boucher, but that's not my name. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. My daughter, she said I, I talk like water boy. So oh, okay. I've been doing good. I ain't I ain't stutter too much. I talk slow, but I really do stutter and I talk fast a lot and I jumble my words a lot. So she said I sound like Bobby Boucher. We watched Water Boy one day, so I changed my name that day. Okay. All righty. And you are wearing a hat that says more than the masters. Yeah. Always Brandon. Brand. So, always Brandon. Do you sell your merch? I do sell merch. Hit me up and I get anything you need. Also want to do a shameless plug, weirdo clothing line. Uh shout out to him. This is a nice shirt. Uh, I did an episode on this, so I have to get you information. But I always try to brand myself or somebody from Augusta or mm-hmm. from the area that's that's black and, and just doing doing good business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't. I don't wear nothing else on camera unless it's a full black shirt or somebody from here. Okay. Or more than masters. That's cool it. beans. We have appreciated you having you as a guest on Local Matters. You. Certainly appreciate your appreciation for Augusta, Georgia. Thank you. Um, my hometown, born and raised here. Um, I love it, and I wish more people did love it in the same way that I do. Um, but appreciate you so much for everything that you're giving to the community in your own way. 
Definitely. Thank you for having me. And you're now part of the Local Matters family. There we go. (laughs) All right. Nice to meet you. Again, Local Matters family, that was Jermaine Bradley, otherwise known as Bobby Boucher. And he is the host of the More Than the Masters podcast. It is a great vehicle. Please check him out on YouTube um, where most of his or all of his episodes are posted. Um, On the same day that I recorded this interview with him, we recorded an interview with me for his podcast. It is on his YouTube channel as well as on mine. It's a long interview, about an hour and a half, but it was a great discussion about the history of Augusta, some about how local government works, um, how you make voting decisions, and also throws in a little biographical information about me too. So Whenever people want to know more, I actually share that episode with them because it is a great one. He did such a wonderful job. Um, Also, there's something I said in the interview with him that I want to correct. Um, I've mentioned about my pastor and a phrase, it's a poor fish that doesn't praise his own pond. The expression was actually, it's a poor frog that doesn't praise his own pond, but it's the same concept. Hope you all got that. And I'm very serious about that. Also, uh, as always, we thank you for being a part of the family. Please join us next week when we'll have another great episode. Be blessed. I close with my favorite Bible verse, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. or Thursday at 7 p.m. here on 103.7 FM or 1600 a.m. Or please go to SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts at any time because local matters.